Welcome to the Uncle Hack Podcast, where dudes pretty much just talk dude shit. We're back. First episode of 2024. <laughs> what a year. Uh, what a year. Did you accomplish anything? Did you make any goals for yourself that you're not going to do this year? Did you did you write down a list of shit that you're going to fail at by the end of next week? Hey, I'm going to go to the gym and just see what the inside looks like this year. I'm going to go on a fad diet. Unbelievable. The audacity of some of you people to even like attempt some of these things is just disgusting to me. You know, just settle in. Be mediocre. What's wrong with that? You know, just because you watched seven videos of Andrew Tate and all these other muscle dummies that found God all of a sudden in 2023 so they could sell you a fucking course to become another uh, advertiser for Amazon doesn't mean when you flip the page at midnight on December 31st that all of a sudden you're a new being. Give up. It's over. You had a good run. You tried. You tried. I don't know how old you are that are uh, that's watching this, but whatever your age is, up until this moment right now, you haven't accomplished shit. Why start now? Because the calendar changed. All of a sudden, what, a clock? A clock switched from 11.59 to 12? And you found motivation from that? Knock it off. Knock it off. Because majority of the people that are listening to this, when the clock went from 11.59 p.m. to 12 a.m., were hammered drunk with a coke ring around their nose. What are we talking about here that you're going to flip over a new leaf? The only thing that you're doing with leaves is smashing up a cocoa leaf and shoving it up, shoving it deep into your cranium. And that's all I have to say about New Year's. Another fucking day, you know, like I, I, I hate that I got to be this cynical fucking piece of shit on this show, but somebody's got to talk about the reality of things here. I'm tired of these Instagram losers that hop on their get up. You got to get up. Shut up. What are you doing that's so significant to the world? You're making content. Shut up. You're selling me a court. What are you trying to sell me? Enough. You know? It's no di- I'm no different. I'm not going to sit here and try and motivate you by any means. I'm, I, I've tried, I think, in the past. Hey, brother. But sometimes you got to take a step back and look at the fucking big picture. And the big picture is blank. <laughs> no paint has hit that canvas. We're still trying to figure out what we're going to draw. 90% of us are sitting around looking like, what am I going to draw? What am I going to paint here? You know, and we have the audacity to think to ourselves because a clock changed numbers because we threw out last year's calendar and got to hang up a new one. 
Half of you are using digital cameras. They're infinite. They swipe forever. Back in the day, people had to go out and buy a new calendar and fill it up and sit there. January 2nd, whose birthday goes here? Oh, right. You got to write everybody's birthday down. Oh, excuse me. All your appointments. Maybe you got a 2024 calendar or whatever the year before the next year's calendar a month ahead. So you can fill it. Oh, I got appointments. I got appointments this day. I got to go get my fucking colon checked. I'm going to go get my colon stretched by this fucking cute Puerto Rican guy I'm cheating on my husband with on, oh, what's that, January 5th? Five days after New Year's? I heard a story. This this is like, it doesn't pertain to anybody that listens to this podcast, so I feel comfortable talking about it, and I don't believe that anybody is surrounding these individuals. I don't know them personally. I don't even know their names. It was a story given to me of like in the vicinity of the place that I was over the weekend during New Year's, right? Some lady is out there. You know, we're at this fucking party. We go to this party, New Year's. And I am told this, that some lady convinced her husband to pay for an $1,800 VIP table at a New Year's party that has a DJ, okay? As a DJ, did you hear me correctly? 1800 this is just for the booth. You got to buy bottles on top of that, okay? Convinces her husband to pay for this. And then she hits him with the, well, it's, it's a girl's night. It's a girl's night, she says. Only to have her quote-unquote boyfriend come up. So New Year's spends buddies out, go do, oh, God, hurts my soul hearing something like this. Not because he's getting cheated on. $1,800 to not even enjoy the atmosphere? You just got to spend the money? You're not even in the vicinity, not even nowhere near where the DJ's playing shitty EDM music? Maybe it was kind of nice. Maybe $1,800 to not have the wife around? was a good purchase in his mind, but like, I'm a regular day guy, 1800 bucks. I'm like, fuck, what the hell? I would, I could find tremendously. I would put that on me. I would go somewhere myself. What are we doing here? How much money are you making where you pay $1,800 just to get the wife away from you? She hits me. Well, it's a girl's night. (laughs) I knew that. I'm paying to get you the fuck out of here. I want you out of the house. I couldn't believe that when I heard that. But New Year's, what a fucking dumb day. God, I used to, I don't know what it, you know, it, maybe because like I've, I've eased up on the booze and I don't, I don't fucking hit it as hard and frequent as when I uh, was a wee bit younger. Fuck. Like I'm not, I'm not full throttle hack no more. Um, many of you that have come to shows probably see this, you know, I've taken comedy quite serious in this, uh, new, with this new endeavor. It's, it's something to conquer. I have, I have goals in my head, you know, prior to a clock changing. I didn't need a clock to change for me to start being like, I think I want to do this, you know? 
So when that when this started taking place, and I, I'm 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 putting my toes in the comedy arena, you know, it's tough to manage a career and a business and all this other shit by being a full blown drop. That's how I got myself deep in uh, uh, some hot water, some hot water by being a drunk. But you know what? I will say this: there's nothing I like more than just letting the cannons roar for a good weekend. You know. I'm not interested in these little, I don't know, I, I want to I, I, I say like minor conflicts if we're um, using a comparison to war. I want to be in battle. I don't want to fuck around with three beers and then I got to go home right after I fired up the tank, you know? What are we doing? Are we revving tanks in the driveway? That sounds gay to me. That doesn't sound like a good time to me. Three beers. Oh, the chicken wings are good. Ugh. Why am I even warming up the fucking tank? Why? What are we doing here? I want to be in a full-blown battle with myself. I want to look at a bottle of rye and fucking hate myself in about an hour. I'm going to drink myself into oblivion. I like doing that. I don't want to go for, hey, we should go for a beer. Get out of here. Knock it off. We're grownups here. What are we doing? What are we teasing ourselves for? Do you jerk off just to edge? No. Maybe for a little teaser every now and then, you know, like I, I will say that. Do you, you don't, you get what I mean. If, if we're fucking, let's fuck. I don't want to stick it in just to feel it for a fucking, what, 30 seconds? And, oh, go to go. Go to go. We were having a good time, but I gotta go. Oh, you're leaving too? What are we doing? I want to piss my pants. I want to be pants shitting drunk. That's what I want to do, you know? And I pick my battles wisely, but I go to these, I go to this party. I go to this party, New Year's, you know? And I forget how much I fucking just love. Small town shit. You do some big city shit every now and then, and you you realize like how fucking gay it is. You know, New Year's is never. It's always one of those uh, events where you're nobody knows what they're doing, and nobody makes a plan. You're just kind of waiting for everybody to make a plan. And uh, we had a show that night. We finished the show. We go back to Calgary. My buddy goes, hey, I got I, I got this party we can go to. It's, in, you know, we got a show in Calgary the next day. So I'm thinking to myself, all right, yeah, sure. Let's show up. Let's see what it's all about. We go there. And I have taken for granted all the great times that I've had in a shop, you know, drinking beers in a local business in the back. And when I say a local business, it's usually like a plumbing outfit, a welder's fucking shop. You know, those Christmas parties where the boss just, hey, I bought four coolers of liquor and we're getting after it. Merry Christmas, boys. Don't worry about it. All will be forgiven tomorrow. That's your Christmas bonus. Is whatever happens tonight, DUIs, fucking domestic violence, it doesn't matter. You want to go home, smack your wife around because you drank too much at the shop party? Ah, that's on you. See you Monday. Don't be late. But I go to this fucking thing. You walk in, first off, they're like, it's a dress code. 
you gotta wear red. It's a dress code. And I was like, you can fucking blow me. I ain't tough. My shoes are red. Is that good enough? Oh, good enough. You're wearing red. Oh, my God. Get out of here. What are we doing? Are we, play- are we doing the St. Patrick's Day when we're kids? You're not wearing green. I'm going to pinch you. Shut up. I don't want to be here in the first place. I'm just here for the, the for, 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 from the kindness of my friend uh, inviting me here. Okay? We go into this place. Nice venue. I will give that. Very nice venue. But it's like house music in one side and then the other side is full blown like fucking that shit i'm not a big edm guy not a big electronic dance music fella i don't know if you guys have uh figured that out over over this course of time of uh watching this show but not a fan and we go in there and, you know, like when you look around and you're seeing 40 year olds rolling on Molly to fucking EDM music, you just start thinking to yourself like Christ almighty Hamas, send a missile over here. Plenty of them. Nuke this part of the world. Now. They're in turtlenecks sweating. Fucking you know, we're, we're adults here. I get it. You want to break loose and have a good time, but this just looks pathetic. You know, those pants that, that are in style right now, they're like slacks, but a little short with the boat shoes, like the fucking loafers. A lot of that going on in there. And there's old hillbilly hack in the corner with his flannel and fucking (laughs) blue jeans on looking like I'm about to go to fucking (laughs) Look like I'm going to build a deck. You know, hey, where's the pipe? Where does she need a gold bud? I walk in with that aesthetic and I'm getting looks like, who's this? Who's this asshole? You know, and I'm looking back at them like, look at you, you fucking asshole. I mean, you tell it, you're, you're giving me snarky looks. I'll give you one right back. You look like a fucking, <laughs> you know the word. What is it? Fif- 14 minutes? You look like a faggot. <laughs> there it is. First one of the new year, ladies and gentlemen. First faggot of the new year. Let's take a step back and have ourselves a, a little, um, I don't know. Let's get it. Let's, let's fucking. Uh, Gary uh, Faust's opinion, dude. All right. Okay, so. We got we got some drama. There's some drama going on around here. Backstory to this. So this is uh some of you may know him, Uncle Laser, my drunk uncle's podcast, right? Brett and Sam gotta do the drunk uncle's podcast. I could not. Well, there's some backstory to it. If you've watched uh, Uncle Laser's podcast, you would know that we were supposed to fucking record on the last Monday that we were there. Supposed to be in studio with these gentlemen and record an episode, but something happened. Apparently he got into a domestic dispute with some woman and was arrested that evening. Blah, 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 blah. You know? All I'm hearing, excuses, excuses. We got a job to do. So, 
Brett and Sam get to go on the show. I had to fly out that day that they were recording. I was una- unavailable that day to uh, make an appearance. So they got two thirds of Danger Cat's comedy. And uh, apparently some drama went down after the show. And here we go. They're talking about it. We were, you know, I heard about Sam had mentioned some things that took place. But they mentioned we wouldn't go public with this information unless somebody else does because we're not those types of people. Do I look like I'm fucking TMZ? Am I running around with a camcorder throwing it in fucking B-list celebrities' faces trying to get them to say something wild so I have a little bit of a clip to throw on the internet to make my fucking price go up? No, 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 no. We don't do that around here. But... They discuss a little moment that Sam Walker and uh, Lasers podcast host Gary had. Let's tune in. So no, nah, I mean, uh, look, women aren't the problem. I, I Except the ones I can't that even are. say that with a straight face, dude. They definitely mm. are. But let's talk about Danger Cats. Let's. Yeah, Danger Cats are cool. Because this uh, episode is going to come out after the one we oh, just. The Danger Cats are cool. Danger Cats are cool. Did with Brett and Sam. Old, yeah. See, my story's checking out so far. Brett and Sam only two thirds of Danger Cat's comedy. Oh, what happened? Brett Forte. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I might have another one. I'm squeezing tomorrow, but yeah, we'll figure some shit out. Nonetheless, they were just here. Yeah, they were here. Great guys, uh, <laughs> Canadians, greatest people on earth, land of the maple syrup. Looking a little. Looking a little timid there. Doesn't want to speak too much on this. What's going on? Let's go back. Let's look at the body language. And aren't the problem. I, I Except can't, the ones I can't that even are. Say that, dude. They definitely are. But let's talk about Danger Cats. Yeah. Yeah, Danger Cats are cool. Because this uh, episode is going to come out after the one we just did with Brett and Sam. Old Brett Forte. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I might have another one I'm squeezing tomorrow, but yeah, we'll figure some shit out. Nonetheless, they were just here. Yeah, they were here. Great guys. Uh, Canadians, greatest people on earth, land of the maple syrup people. Yeah, yeah. Sam Walker is a fucking different different alien. And, uh... Ooh. I'm sensing uh, a little bit of hesitancy. Is that a word? A little bit of... He- Little hesitant to really speak the mind. What, what could possibly be upstairs? What could possibly be said? Something happens though. Something happens where Sam gets a little upset. He got pissed off at Gary's driving and got out oncoming traffic, slammed the doors, and I'm not riding with you guys anymore. Gary ran four stoplights. I mean, who gives a <laughs> shit, dude? I mean, now. Many of you have uh, gotten to know Sam Walker by him being on the episodes, right? And you've probably gathered uh, the type of character that he is. He is very, he is very strict on his principles. He lives a certain way and he doesn't like to fuck around too much in the sense of like, am I going to get injured? He's an elder gentleman, right? He's a little bit older than us. He's been around the planet. He understands like he wants to be here for a while. We're a little bit more uh, wild, young and free, and that can be a little annoying to him at times. So me and Brett 
cater a little bit to uh, Sam's needs by not acting like assholes, you know, driving correct. We got to get to the show. We got to be in shape. Uh, he runs a strict regiment. Sam has us on workout plans. You know, he doesn't want to be around drunks and drug addicts. So there's, there's some rules that Sam has and we abide by them. You know, like when you, you want a Stanley cup winning team, right? You want a Stanley cup winning team, the veteran on the squad, whether he has a letter on his chest or not, kind of fucking grabs the rookies aside and says, Hey, shape up. I want a ring before I fucking leave this earth. So get your shit together or pack it and get the fuck out. And I understand that, you know, coming from a hockey background, I like winning. I fucking love winning. And when the vet pulls you aside, whether or not he's the leading scorer or not, he's just been in the league long enough that you respect what he says. It doesn't matter. You can apply this to anything, you know, you, uh, you get a guy that works hard and uh, will give you advice and whatnot. You respect his wishes. And if that's like not being drunk not being stoned on the road, not being an asshole behind the wheel. You respect those wishes. You get him where he needs to be so we can rip some goddamn shows. And it sounds like those guys weren't respecting Sam Walker's wishes. Get me to where I need to be safely with no hassle. Let's go back just a little bit here. Gary ran four stoplights. Not one. One, okay. Four, uh, Canadians, greatest people on earth. Land You're goddamn right. It's the smartest thing that's ever came out of that guy's mouth right there. Canadians, greatest people on earth. He should write that down, tattoo it on his chest, possibly the forehead. Absurd people. Yeah, yeah. Sam Walker is a fucking different, different alien. And uh, he got pissed off at Gary's driving and got out of oncoming traffic, slammed the doors, and I'm not riding with you guys anymore. Gary ran four stoplights. I mean, who gives a shit, dude? I mean... Who gives a shit? Sounds like Sam Walker gives a shit. Sam Walker gives a major shit because he wants to get to the finish line with as little scars as he possibly can. And here we got some reckless driving. You know, we've been there. We've been there. You know, your younger years, you're a little careless. You take those risks. You run the little stoplights. But we're 30 years old here, gentlemen. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we talking about? Who gives a shit? Sam Walker clearly gives a shit because he walked the fuck off. He walked the fuck off, slammed the door, and got the hell out of there. Now, they're downplaying it. Sam's version Sounded like it was my, it was, it was, uh, very tense, very tense, opposed to this downplayed version that these gentlemen have. I think we, we might have fucking Sam might have some issues. And you know what? I'm a, I'm a logo on the front kind of guy. I don't play for the name on the back. So, if that's how it's got to be, that's how it's got to be, I guess. But we'll talk to the old vet. Actually, you know what? Let's let's get him on the goddamn phone right now. Let's see what Sam Walker has to say about this. Are we connected? Are we Bluetoothed up? 
See, I'm such a technical wizard now going into this year. Let's call him Sam Walker. Coming up on this show. Why won't this fucking... There we go. Let's hear it. Let's right from the horse's mouth. Let's hear what Sam has to say. Let's hope he answers. Because I really want to know. Hello? Sam, you are live on the Uncle Hack podcast, and we're just reviewing some footage here from My Drunk Uncle's podcast. I don't know if you mm-hmm. can... I don't know if you can hear this. Can I'm going to play a little something and see? tell me if you can hear it. I might have another one I'm squeezing in tomorrow, but yeah, we'll figure some shit. Are you able to hear that? I can, uh, I can hear it lightly, yes. Okay. Let me turn it up. Just a cunt hair. So they were just here. Yeah, they were here. Great Let's, uh, there's a moment in this podcast that I'd like to discuss with you, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Do you have some time? Yeah, yeah. I do. I do have some time. Oh, this is perfect because there is a moment here. Let me find yeah, it. Yeah. Sam Walker is a fucking... All right. Here we go. I'm going to just go back just a couple seconds. And then we're going to discuss this moment that took place down in Austin, Texas, because it sounds like something happened. And it it sounds like to me that these two gentlemen are downplaying what I would consider is a, uh, a major factor in your life. And that is safety. Yeah. Well, 100%. That is, uh, what gets you to the next day is, uh, being safe Mm -hmm. within reason, Mm -hmm. calculated risk every now and then. But, uh, I didn't get to my age and the status by being stupid. That's for sure. Amen. Now let's listen in, Sam. Old Brit Forte. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I might have another one I'm squeezing tomorrow, but yeah, we'll figure some shit out. Nonetheless, they were just here. Yeah, they were here. Great guys. Uh, (laughs) Canadians, greatest people on earth, land of the maple syrup people. Yeah, yeah. Sam Walker is a fucking different (laughs) different alien, and uh, he got pissed off at Gary's driving and got out oncoming traffic, slammed the doors, and I'm not riding with you guys anymore. Gary ran four stoplights. I mean, who gives a shit, dude? I mean... Gary ran four stoplights. Yeah, in a row. Like uh, I was, uh, I was on my phone uh, looking at uh, a map, <laughs> and as I was looking over the corner of my eye, it was like, "Holy shit! Holy shit! That's another red, another red, another red." It just kept escalating, and as soon as he stopped. I got, I got out of the vehicle and I slammed that door as hard as I could. I tried to break his window, but, uh, I didn't get out into oncoming traffic. I got out, uh, right into the the bike lane. (laughs) Oh, see, I knew that there was some lies in this story. I seen, I could just sense they're downplaying the situation in some parts and then, oh, he gets out into oncoming traffic as if like, like you're the psychopath. Yeah, no, it was, uh, Gary's got issues in his life and he expresses that by driving like an asshole. Oh. And it's a uh, very telling about a person's personality is how they drive mm-hmm. because some of the biggest pieces of shit that I've ever known in my life would, uh, you know, drive terribly, ran people off a of deer foot and stuff like that, get into accidents on purpose, you know, fender benders. 
and uh, never had a vehicle that lasted for more than a few months because they bagged the shit out of it. It's like the old West, like whipping and driving your horse until they were dead. Yeah. Beating a dead horse. That is uh, essentially what Gary does with a vehicle because his life is so out of control that the only control he has is by terrorizing those that are driving with him. Oh, wow. So mark my words, I'll, I'll like, I may stoot slap Gary, but I still love him and it'd be an open hand slap and then I'd give him a hug, but he does have a receipt coming down the way and I'll choose how to deal with it next time we're down in Texas. Oh boy. I was mentioning on the pod before I called you, I said, I don't know what he has planned, but I have, I have some thoughts in my head and then, and, uh, I was just telling the the fans of the Uncle Hack podcast that, you know, you are a veteran of the game. You are a little bit older than us. And when you have a veteran sit you aside and be like, listen, this is the rules. You got us on a strict weight program. You got us, you know, we're eating good. You're the old wily yeah. vet on the hockey club that's pulling the rookies aside and being like, listen, shape up. We want to win some champ. We want to win some Stanley Cups. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. And. You know, like, I I am set in my ways, but when I am shown a better way of doing something, it all changes overnight, and I'll never do it again. You know, it could be something as simple as, this is a better way of flossing your teeth. This is a better way of doing this. I'm not, uh, I'm not opposed to that. And you guys, you and Brett teach me all new ways to do things all the time. And uh, I grow with it, but there is a time and a place for, for being a hard ass and driving is one of those things. Like that bag at Gary is going to be a reason that we don't get to drive real automobiles in the future. That's why we're going to be in these goddamn robotic prisons is because uh, of people like him driving like an idiot. Now, I just want to play this clip out while I have you on the line, but they do divert very quickly. Let's listen in for the last little minute here. I was just glad he wasn't going fucking fast. You know, I mean, we were doing the speed limit. You just were making the lights. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of them, I kind of shouldered it, you know. Oh, yeah, you went in the turning. Yeah, but that's just finesse, dude. That's it's just finesse. You get, a, you get in a wreck at 15 miles an hour. It's not a big deal. I mean, I, I've never gotten... I've never... Yeah. I can't say that with a straight face. I've totaled like four cars. You know how I- there it is. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to make sure we got to that part while I had you on the line. Yeah, appreciate it. Well, that's the uh, that's another thing is Gary's honest to a fault in a roundabout way. He does have uh, a sick and twisted code of honor, but uh, you don't fuck with other people's lives in your vehicle, man. Like. That's, uh, he just got fired from every Danger Cat gig in the future oh. for being a driver. Oh. Fired. fired forever. Like, Whoa. you'll never be driving us around. God well, damn. And, uh, I, I, I trust you 100%. I trust Brett 100% behind the wheel. And myself, I would never dare do anything, uh, reckless. Calculated risk every once in a while, you know, with traffic circles in Ontario uh-huh. and motorcycles, but. <laughs> Fuck that guy. He shouldn't have been on a motorcycle. <laughs> hey, don't be leaking information that we haven't put public yet. <laughs> no one knows Sorry. about this. 
And now you just outed yourself a little bit here. And I don't need, I don't need our vet doing some, some squirrely shit while he's on having a press conference here. This is about them putting your life in danger. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I didn't put your guys' life in danger. You certainly did not. It was some homo on a Honda Goldwing. And who drives a Honda Goldwing? Who rides a Honda? Give it up. What are we doing Fucking here? Fucking one of those, uh, yeah, one of those guys that votes in Ontario. Yeah, and has a microphone attached to his helmet like a fucking idiot. <laughs> what are we doing? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you sending me that clip, and it did get my blood up a little bit today, but, you know, uh, we're not going to be down there for a few months, so I'll just let it kind of kind of simmer and... But things cooled down in Texas. Things got a little hot. <laughs> yes, they did. And uh, brought them to a boil, but it didn't overflow the pot. And we'll go back down there and turn it up again. 100%. I can't wait. Well, I, it was. A, I'm glad we got to address this because I can't just yeah, sit I, here and talk uh, on behalf of you. And I know the listeners that tune into this show, they, they like to know what we're up to behind the scenes from time to time. You know, we like to talk about the news a lot on this show, but sometimes when things uh, get a little heated, it's best to go to directly the source. I can sit here and speculate all day long, but I have a direct yeah, line. No. Yeah, appreciated. And I'm always... Uh, Always available. That's the job. Full time. Danger cats on tour. You're goddamn right. Live and big as life and twice as ugly. Goddamn right. <laughs> and the boys are getting jacked this year. Yeah. We're on Sam Walker's well, weight program. Nobody really knows what that is, but we are on it. So if we're you just, what's that? <laughs> so if we're looking good, you thank Sam. Well, I, I appreciate that because I I got to look as uh, as good as you guys in the frame for the pictures if I'm going to be next to you on, on stage because I definitely do not want to ever be the fat danger cat. Never. And that's basically the program is just don't be the fat danger cat. And if everybody's working out, then it's not going to happen. You're goddamn and, right. And if people don't see us for a couple of months and one of us has put on weight, it's going to be grossly noticeable. So mm-hmm. it's just easier to just stay the course, work out. And look, I'm not a, a stickler for, for diet other than just don't eat fucking trash. Stuff that you know is going to make you stick. And that's like fast food. That's uh, late night pub food that, you know, just deep fried and trash. I'd rather go hungry. <laughs> And it's really hard to fuck up bacon and eggs. You can get bacon and eggs pretty much anywhere in the world. <laughs> well, I, I think there's a place in conflict that I don't think that you could probably get bacon and eggs over there. They're barely getting anything right now. Well, <clears throat> in shitty places like Cuba, they ain't got eggs, man. That's for, uh, that's for real. That's one of the, that's how you know you're a shithole is you can't get eggs. <laughs> trust amen brother well thank you for tuning or, uh, thank you for fucking taking this call because i really needed to address this while we were on the show well th- thanks for calling and uh hell yeah it's all the fellas out there 
and probably a couple women. Oh yeah, listening in. There's a few uh, out I, there. Yeah, I know they're really cool. <laughs> I wish they'd talk to me for after the show when they weren't fucking trying to take me back to their. I dare any pack. woman that uh, listens to this podcast to send a picture of their cans to Sam Walker Live on Instagram. Uh oh. Let's see what Don't happens. Do it. Don't do it. Let's see what happens. All right. Let's start the experiment. I'll be uh, <laughs> just letting my food digest, and then I'm hitting the gym. Yeah. Actually. A mid pick might get you guess guess uh, guessless. Sorry, holy shit! Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take it easy, hack daddy. I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Enjoy your workout, good sir. Thank you. I will. You too. Bye. Okay. Bye. There it is, folks. Right from the horse's mouth. We got right to the bottom of it. What is El said here? I always tell you that I've never gotten in a wreck. Yeah. That's just a lie to make you more comfortable. Yeah, no, I, I can See? tell by yeah. your driving that that wasn't true. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, ro- dude, I rolled my truck in a cornfield when I wasn't even driving. Dude. That's enough of that. That's enough of that. But speaking of bad driving, uh, you know what? We were chatting about uh, d- drunks behind the wheel. You know, we've uh, we've been yapping about it on this show a couple of times now, and uh, some of the folks out there that uh, <clears throat> you know like to have a good time. <laughs> That's how we segue off that is sitting there talking to Sam about, we got to be good drivers behind the wheel and be like, yeah, nothing wrong with being hammered behind it. Listen to this Canadian man's 21 drunk driving convictions. Most in history, police belief. All right. This comes out December 30th, 2023. Last updated five days ago. It's a one minute read. We got time for this. Don't we? Police say Roy Heidi, 66 years old, pleaded guilty to multiple impaired driving infractions, receiving a total jail sentence of just under five years. Five years in the hammer because he was hammered behind the wheel. Police in Abbotsford, B.C. say a man who has been convicted of drunk driving 21 times could hold a Canadian record. I mean, if you're going to go for it, you might as well, right? 21 times, but... I think this is like one of those things where you're like, this guy's the greatest fighter on the planet, but that's only because they got media attention. They fight in an organization where there could be just some goon out in the middle of fucking, you know, Africa that's mopping everybody up. You throw him in a UFC fucking ring, he would dummy everybody. You know, like this could be one of those, but just because it's on paper, this man holds the record. Abbotsford police say officers were called to the scene of a motorcycle crash in August of 2022, where they found a person who was a passenger on the bike being treated for serious injuries. This guy's just up in his game, you know, like, I, is do you get to a point where you're drunk behind a fucking pickup truck steering wheel that it just becomes too easy and you got to level up your game, you know? You, you're playing GoldenEye on easy mode, and then you got to be like, well, this is just getting too easy. It's not as fun. The risk to reward isn't quite there. You know, I've only killed three families where I got to put myself a little bit more at risk. You know, everybody else out there 
is more at risk than me behind the wheel. So I got to get behind some handlebars here and really step up my game. You know, I can't be, I can't be the one that's just, you know, handing out death sentences. I got to have a death wish myself. So this asshole decides to get hammered and hop on a motorcycle. Please say the owner and driver of the motorcycle was known for his history of impaired driving and tried to flee officers before. What does that look like? They say an investigation led to the arrest of 66-year-old Roy Heidi, whose blood alcohol level was twice the legal limit at the time of the crash. Police say Heidi pled, pleaded guilty to multiple impaired driving infractions on December 18th, receiving a total jail sentence of just under five years. And he has now been convicted of impaired driving 21 times. Abbotsford police say it's believed to be the most convictions for impaired driving a person has received in Canadian history. Warning of drinking and driving, uh, driving's devastating consequences to innocent road users. Five years in the hammer for being hammered behind the handlebars. That's a tongue twister. Say that eight times quick. Holy shit. Abbotsford. You know, when I was when I first seen the headline, I like to play this game where I guess where this might be, and I had like Newfoundland. I had Newfoundland or maybe rural Alberta could be up there. But I had Newfoundland as my number one pick, rural Alberta in my second slot, and then maybe like northern Saskatchewan, you know? Somewhere where farmers are fucking kicking around. Those guys are always hammered, just driving around, looking at the crops on back roads. You know, not as dangerous as a motorcycle in Abbotsford. I mean, not nearly as dangerous. You know, farmers are creeping along 15K down a fucking dirt road, looking at their crop, probably even slower. Pretty hard to really fuck up there, you know? Having a few beers, checking out the crops. Doing a little work on the pivots. But I just found that fascinating that it was Abbotsford. Initially, I thought when the article was released on December 30th, a lot of people would have been like, how are you riding a motorcycle in Canada in December? What's going on? Global warming must be real. When I initially read that, I thought that. It's like, oh my, that, that was the only way you could convince me that global warming is real is that people are riding motorcycles in December in Canada. That's the only way. Hammered, too, on top of it. They're being a good time. They're having patio beers and hopping behind the handlebars. Maybe global... That's the only way you're going to convince rednecks like myself is that people are drunk behind the fucking handlebars in December on a motorcycle. Isn't that something? That's how you convince the rest of us. That the world is cooking up a little bit. It's getting a little warmer. You know, we don't need that autistic retard from Sweden or wherever the fuck she is saying that octopuses are anti-Semitic or whatever her next big thing is. You know, we don't need her flying around the planet trying to convince me that global warming. All I need is some old boy, 66 years old, riding a motorcycle, hammered behind the handlebars to convince me that, hmm. Maybe the world is getting a little warmer. Maybe 
just maybe, this little thing that they're trying to convince me of so they can tax me more might be true. If the Canucks are out here having fucking pints on the patio, ripping around a Honda Goldwing on December 19th, December 30th, but rightfully like this is where the thing is, is I'm seeing guys out on motorcycles right now and it's, we're finally getting our cold snap. And this is how good this podcast is, is that we're, we're switching up. We go from conflict, uh, drunk driving to talking about the weather. That's how entertaining this podcast is. And that's why people tune in because they're like, what's the weather report in Edmonton, Alberta? Well, I'll tell you right now, people are hammered riding their motorcycles around in fucking December. <laughs> Unreal. Get a grip on this shit. Let's fucking, speaking of drunks, this is, this is fun. This is fun. We're, we're going to end this on a high. You know, our last article of the day. No hate mail, speaking of. Is everybody happy? You guys got a new fucking uh, New Year's resolution to just be a little happy? What are you doing, therapy? You reading self-help books? Did you sign up for Hustlers University? What the fuck is wrong with all of you? Why is there no hate mail? Why Are we not racist anymore? What's going on here? What's what? Do I got to fucking find God? Is that what I got to do? I got to find God? Am I going to read scriptures from the Bible for you goddamn people next? Is that what's going to happen? Is that what we're leading to? Is that where... This is annoying. This is pissing me off, actually. Everybody's fucking happy. Grow up. I know you're not happy. Write in some goddamn hate mail, will ya? Uncle Hack at DangerCats.tv. I know many of you are pissed off. The holidays just happened. All your relatives gathered. You're not telling me somebody didn't get drunk and start something at family dinner? What? What, what, a new Canadian, an immigrant didn't cut you off on the highway? You didn't go to the mall and watch them all protest at Azara? What's going on here? Are we not homophobic anymore? Transphobic? Any of it? Is this all gone? Have we solved the world's problems with this podcast? That's what I did. I, I garnered, garnered the attention of the few people that had hatred in their heart, and I allowed them to express it with an email and I solved it. So if I see an article that skinheads and fucking uh, neo-Nazis are on the rise, I'm going to have to call up CBC or whatever fucking news outlet is trying to run the story and be like, listen, you're going to have to knock that shit off. They all listen to my show and I solved it by letting them fucking air their grievances towards uh, multiculturalism and immigration. Now they're all good. What are you talking about? There's a little segment on the show called hate mail and I don't get no fucking emails about it no more. So clearly I solved it. You're welcome. You're going to have to find a new topic to talk about. Maybe you got to go through the Epstein's client list and start doing some real reporting now. Speaking of which, I think Sam Walker was on it. That ain't good. Be good for, you know, a little bit. We'll get the, uh, oh, you get it. Calgary-bound flight diverted to Winnipeg. Teen arrested after mid-air assault RCMP. RCMP alleged 16-year-old attacked a family member on a Wednesday flight en route to Toronto from, uh, uh, from Toronto to Calgary. Here we go. This is good. This is what the holidays have done, okay? They got us all wound up. 
An Air Canada flight en route to uh, Toronto from Calgary made an unscheduled landing in Winnipeg Wednesday afternoon after RCMP alleged a teenage a teen passenger on a plane assaulted a family member. Air Canada Flight 137 touched down at Winnipeg's Richardson International Airport around 12.20 p.m. Manitoba, RCMP said in a news release. This is good. Did we? Okay, here we go. Mounties allege that a 16-year-old boy from Grand Prairie, Alberta, who was on the plane, assaulted another passenger, a man who was identified as a family member. See, this is what the holidays do to us. This is what the holidays do to one another. When you're around family for this long, you know, you got to put up with them. And it used to be you just gather for Christmas Eve, Christmas dinner, and then that was it. But you got to fucking hang around these people long enough. You're going to want to start throwing hands. And I'm a kind of for this a little bit. The only thing that I'm a little pissed off about is that the family member didn't fight back. A man. Why are we letting these 16-year-olds just try and run the roost? We got to alter some laws, I think, a little bit here. And just like if a, if a teenager is acted up, we protect them. We bubble wrap these kids nowadays where a lot of them just haven't felt the wrath of a man. You know, just like a, let, a, let men hit kids. Why can't we just hit kids? This, this disappears quite quickly. If you get hit in the face as a teenager from a grown man, Shit changes, all right? And I don't mean like some little cuck, you know, your your little cuck stepdad, the twink, you know. Hey, buddy, I got you some baseball cards. You know that guy? Not like, not like that guy, you know, Fred, who's an accountant. Fred, the accountant, coming around, hey, me and your mother. Yeah, mom's fucking three other guys behind your back. Just so you know, Fred. Okay? Keep paying the bills around here. Shh. Fucking beat it. And I'm talking like, you know, if this kid acts up and be like, do I get a fucking unleash? Like, you know, let the psychopaths that have all the anger, you know, you've suppressed these men into being like, you can't be violent no more. I think the tide needs to change for just a minute. Let the fellas smack the kids around for a bit. Let's tune it. Like, the protests will start to disappear. It's people that are just loud and obnoxious. They think that they have the right to just do whatever they want. Let the fucking, you know, when hockey was at its peak was when you had that tough guy sitting at the end of the bench and he would police the game. We just got to have those guys back, you know, not the ones that are going out to create violence. They're just there to finish it. Those that was where like we were at our best is like when you knew like, fuck me, there's probably there's eight guys in this room that could mop me. So you are on your best behavior where when you allow everybody to just do whatever the fuck they want, run around, scream, yell, hit their family members where like, you know. If one guy in that plane was just like, all right, I've had enough. You can't tell me that there wasn't nine guys on this flight, on an Air Canada flight, that were a little cheesed, that uh, their flight had to touch down in Winnipeg. They're just trying to get home. Oh, okay, from Toronto to Calgary. 
So they had to touch down in Manitoba. Your flight gets delayed because this little asshole let let somebody, you know, this is this is Canada's 9/11 right here. This is Canada. This is like 9/11 in Canada right here. That's about as bad as an airline's going to get is a teenager from Grand Prairie acting up. And you can't tell me similar to like those flights that flew into those towers in the Pentagon and somehow the 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 rumblings from those two towers took down Tower 7. You know, there wasn't a few guys on there that were trying to unleash and just like, if I'm going to die, I'm going down swinging. Let that happen. If I'm inconvenienced in that matter, you know, do I shut up? It, it, probably. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Because I don't need a fucking ban on a flight. You know, they put too much... By the time you get to the, 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 the repercussions of just having your flight land in Calgary on time because you wanted to knock out the 16-year-old and just put everybody back in check are just too, they're much greater than uh, just allowing the, the, the flight, the time that you would lose. And, you know, if we're looking at this in a perspective of time, right? So you get banned off of, your, you get a flight ban. Now you got to drive everywhere. You know, and now every time it's similar to your flight being delayed to get to Toronto from Calgary or Grand Prairie to Calgary. It's similar to a delay of a 16 year old beating up his fucking uncle. So, you know, you got to weigh your options. The 16 year old was arrested and taken to hospital for medical evaluation. RCMP said the victim was treated for minor physical injuries and no other passengers on the flight required medical assistance, according to the Mounties. So what you're saying is the kid is a pussy. Was treated for minor. The victim was treated for minor physical injuries. So he doesn't hit hard. I, I mean, we're talking 16-year-olds here. Some of them, like the, the big mutants, we just throw them in junior hockey and they go beat the hell out of each other there. But the victim, minor injuries. That, it should say, it, the 16-year-old was arrested and taken to the hospital for medical evaluation, RCM. It should be like, he was treated for a broken orbital bone, a shattered nose, a busted lip, 38 stitches in his head, and a broken rib because the old man still has body shots in the toolkit. He can still dig a good liver shot, you know? What a damn shame. What a damn shame that this little son of a bitch goes there for medical evaluation. I want to see a list of things that got, that happened to him, you know? Like, this should be a lopsided fight. It should look like Mike Tyson. Who is his uncle? Mike Tyson? Holy shit. Did he... He was outclassed, outmatched. What is he doing in this fight? You know, we should be asking that question instead of being like, oh, the fight bucket. Why can't we do that? I ask you, Why? And I know the answer is like, well, the law kind of says that you can't do it. I know, but can't we just like, you know, back in the day shit, old school stuff where you just kind of turn a blind eye 
Do those cops exist or are they all running around trying to be the fucking next hero? You know? Why didn't the cops just give them a fucking, a quick, you know? For making my day worse, you little son of a bitch. You're making my day worse with this horse shit. What an asshole. But that's what that shit, it should be just like, you should be asking yourself, is this a car crash? Did the plane crash? You should be asking yourself that. Did the plane fucking crash? What is going on here? How is this kid that mangled? This makes no goddamn sense to me. Why this 16-year-old is still breathing? A grown, and it's a family member. You kind of get a pass there. It's like, I've been dying to fucking lay into this kid. I've been dying to fucking just knock this little son of a bitch out, you know? And the golden opportunity just, oh, right there, you don't take it? Unfucking believable. Unbelievable. Oh, it, 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 it irritates me. It does. It irritates. This irritates me because of that. We are a. Uh, we are a very soft generation, and I'm scared for the future, which is why I plan on leaving North America if I ever make it to the age of, like, a, a, a nice age of retirement. I want to be in a land where, you know, Asians are rubbing my feet and sucking me off and serving me some sort of noodle dish that I don't really want, but I'm happy just to be here because I'm not surrounded by a bunch of crackers that are losing their minds. You know, if I want to fly to a nice tropical destination. It's right there. I'm not in a frozen tundra with lunatics that want to throw hands with their stepdad on a fucking plane and I got to land in Winnipeg. Winnipeg? You should be pissed off that you had to land in Winnipeg. Not the fact that the fucking kid is beating up his dad and be like, I got a seven-hour layover in fucking Winnipeg because of this little asshole? I should be... You should... fuck. I'm not, I wasn't even on the plane and I'm getting heated about this scenario. You know, that was open season that you had and nobody took the, the, uh, nobody took advantage of that scenario. What an embarrassment. Canadians are embarrassing. That should have looked like a a goddamn uh, spirit airline flight. Everybody's getting involved. Let's throw some hands, you know? Spirit Airlines in the States is basically just like a fucking Russian fight league at this point. They're like, hey, we got this great idea. We're going to take fat Americans and put them in a plane and watch them fight. At this point, Spirit Airlines is that. We got to, we as Canadians like to shit on Americans because of how stupid they are. But you know what? When we're, when we're out here acting the way that we do, you know, allowing this, outrageous behavior to take place in front of us you know we're all so fucking quick to be like well what about the what about that poor boy fuck the poor boy why does he not have a list of injuries that looks exactly like roy haiti hammered behind the fucking handlebars of a honda Goldwing for the 21st time why is there not a list of injuries that match what that guy was up to you know after putting his Honda Goldwing into the side of a goddamn Chevy Silverado. Why does that kid not have the same? Well, medical assistance and there was minor injuries for the victim. Get the fuck out of here.
God, this fucking place. I'm fired up now. Anyways, head on over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash DangerCat69. Exclusive episodes waiting for you on there. We're getting caught up with everything. You know, the holidays were great. I appreciate your patience for those that are Patreon subscribers. Um, we got a bunch of exclusive episodes dropping on there right away. Uh, shows coming up. Uh, I didn't do that at the beginning of the episode, so we're going to just run through the shows that are coming up. Head on over to DangerCatchShop.com, and the date's coming up. Uh, January 19th, Calgary, Alberta. Roast Battles have returned. January 20th, Slave Lake. January 25th, Kindersley, Saskatchewan. January 26th, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. January 27th, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. February 4th, Edmonton, Alberta. We are with Brian Holtzman. Uh, that night, uh, a comedy store legend from Los Angeles. He's coming down all the way from Austin, Texas to be there and headline that night. You're not, if you're in the area, I highly suggest to come to this show. This is easily going to be one of our funnest shows. This guy is a madman. If you know who he is, uh, he's been, uh, praised by the likes of Bill Burr. Every great comic that you know loves this guy, and he is giving us the pleasure of working with him. February 4th in Edmonton. Uh, February 9th and 10th, we are in Thunder Bay. February 16th and 17th in Niagara Falls. February 22nd in Fredericton. February 23rd and 24th in St. John's. New Brunswick has February 25th in Halifax, Nova Scotia. February, tw- uh, February 29th to March 2nd, Winnipeg, March 16th in Drumheller, March 24th, Vancouver, BC, March 29th to the 31st in Ottawa, Ontario, April 5th in Toronto, Ontario, and then we are in April 11th in Hinton, Alberta, April 12th in Rocky Mountain House, April 13th in Drayton Valley, and just added, it might be on the website when this is out or not, but we just finished uh, stitching up this deal, April 27th, Austin, Texas, at Roscoe's Comedy Club. Anyways, thanks for tuning in. Uh, head on over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash DangerCat69. All the links for the tickets that I just mentioned and Patreon exclusive episodes are down in the description down below. Thank you very much. And if you're watching on YouTube, a big thanks to these guys that are coming up next, the Patreon Danger Dongs producers of this show. We thank you very much. And uh, welcome to 2024. I hope you don't achieve a single one of those goals that you wrote down on your little notebook this year. Did you make Make a vision board. Wow.